0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Aris.
1: I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. Um, but let's start it off. You know, let's kick it off with a, a late happy birthday to Jonathan here. Um, happy Appreciate Marty as well. My boy got a little turned up last weekend. You know, we had to <laughs> push back the episode. So all love though. You know, we didn't plan properly like we did for my birthday. My birthday we were like, okay, let's let's record during the week. Uh Jonathan's mm-hmm. birthday came up, honestly. It came up quick for me. We I guess neither of us realized that or Playing that far ahead for the podcast, wise. So
0: no, yeah, I did not think ahead. I honestly was like, I'm a superhero. I'm gonna be all right. I'm gonna recover. I'm gonna be just ready to go. But then we had our basketball game, which did not go well. I just was not feeling the best all day. It was just not great. But we're back now. It's all that matters. I thought the pedi light was gonna save the day. It really didn't. Like everybody hypes it up to do. Uh, maybe I was just down that bad, or I'm just getting old. I, it's it's a combination of all those. I think like that was when my age hit me. I was like. I'm really 25. Like I'm not yeah. I'm not 21 anymore. It's not the same. Uh but no, it was all good. It was a good birthday. So thank you for that. Happy birthday.
1: Of course. You know, I didn't tell you on your birthday, so I could save it for this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A nice little like uh seven day late. Happy birthday. No, I'm kidding. He did say for the record, he told me happy birthday. So yeah, shout out to everybody for the birthday love. Everybody told me happy birthday. Appreciate you.
1: Definitely. Let's move into some basketball updates though. You know you brought it up. Not our best best game last week. I feel like we haven't updated this in a minute. We're sitting at Mm -hmm. two and three on this season. Huge game today, but we have a lot of players out. So I'm going to have to go in my last season mode. You know, I haven't been scoring. I've just been just kind of out there just defending and passing. Like I want to be.
0: You're a little Ben Simmons out there. Last season, you were good for like four or five points a game. Like I was pretty confident you'd have a little layup, a little three. Like you were good for that. Uh, This season, you shot the ball like two times
1: less than four four or five times yeah it's Uh,
0: disgusting i've shot more in like one minute before than you have the entire season i'm sure which is crazy uh (laughs) but anyway yeah i mean two and three baby that's not too bad considering we were one and eight last year like i think we could go 500 today obviously we're a little bit you know outnumbered we have a smaller team than we're used to the boys got some business take care of uh some people aren't gonna be able to make it which is tough but hey we'll be back next week with a big update i hope fingers crossed Three and three. If we get to five hundred again, I'm gonna be feeling pretty good.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the plan, obviously. So uh, we're we're out a few players, so a few of our scores. So you know what it means.
0: Not about to turn the, up, and, uh, and you know no, this is, a, is this is a,
1: this is a big game for me. You know the league wants to silence me. um You know I'm reaching my what is it like my limit on text I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh they, I this could potentially be one of my last games as a Paxton Reckley Cooper. So
0: crazy. I'm setting the over under at point five. What are you taking? over under for your technicals i i won't today. get one today you won't get one today. My, i'm
1: wearing a mask the league wants to
0: silence me i kind of want to get one. i've never got a technical before but i think it'd be kind of fun i almost got one a couple weeks ago i thought it was close but i don't do that much you do uh, you haven't done that much either but they just have to get you i think yeah
1: the league wants to silence me you know it's,
0: they're it's anti-range whatever. brother they're pushing the anti range brother I, agenda I'm like it's kareem abdul jabbar in college you know i, I just <laughs> yeah. they want to
1: silence me i, I don't yeah. get it so
0: You hate to see it, but we'll never let them silence us. Range Brothers, we're back, baby. Uh, We never left. But yeah, you know, a lot of basketball talk. Last week was the NBA All-Star Game, so, you know, no episode. But we were going to do the NBA Rap References Part 2. We did it back on Episode 5, which...
1: Yeah, it doesn't I was feel like that long
0: it. ago, but it was so uh-huh. long ago, really. So we wanted to do a new edition of that with some more updated references, some classic references. Just talk about some basketball references and some of our favorite songs. I mean, basketball references are some of my favorite lines ever, so love getting to talk about these. Let's get into it. You want to kick us off with the first one?
1: Yeah, for our first one here, we have Vanity Chase and Ego Fragile, like Anthony Davis by... Cordae on Beetleborgs off the new Babytron project this is like crazy like a lot of these are like praising the players this is insane though obviously AD gets like the uh, like on social media on Twitter he, he's a Disney he's Anthony Data, Davis yeah. but <laughs> for like a prominent rapper like Cordae to be <laughs> saying a line like this it it's crazy the first time I heard that I was like god damn yeah
0: for real <laughs> it's just tough because you know if you're a rapper at that level and you mention a player they're gonna hear about it so anthony davis has heard that lyric and so now what's the vibe like when they two like encounter each other you know what i mean you know it's it's just a it's just a fun line but i'm sure anthony davis might not feel the same way about that
1: <laughs> yeah and with how closely connected uh corday is to like sports uh, i mean mm-hmm. there's a huge chance like him and anthony davis know each other you know they've yeah mutual friends stuff like that so
0: for sure. And at least it's not like a personal diss. It's just like his basketball health, but still like, I'm sure Anthony Davis like <laughs> doesn't feel the best about that. So having somebody diss that got to be tough. Uh, but yeah, we're going to rate these, you know, NBA dunk contest style, zero to 50. What's your rating on this one?
1: Uh, I don't know how that this is a weird one for it to be first. Um,
0: I'm high on this one.
1: I, yeah, I'm, I'd also lean high, although it's a disc. Give me a 47.
0: That's exactly the number I was thinking. Let's go. It's not near. It's not a perfect 50, but it's pretty close. Like mm-hmm. it's a great line. Uh, so, yeah, 47. That's a I'm glad we're in sync on that. That was nice. <sighs> Let's get in the next one here. We got Pop Smoke on Hello when he says I'm the king of New York. Mellow.
1: I feel like uh, out of, you know, out of the song, it doesn't sound like as good, but like uh-huh. it's such a great flow. And it in is Hello there.
0: That's my exact thought as well standalone line not very impressive very very simple you know obviously pop smoke was the king of new york mellow was running it with the knicks like great comparison there but it's just not like a super deep reference it's not like crazy wordplay so i'd have to give it like outside of the context of the song i'm gonna give it like a like a 39
1: yeah, um, I yeah, like you said, out of the context of the song, it's not not that crazy. Um, uh, I'll go thirty-seven, but in the song, it fl- it's perfect.
0: Oh yeah, it's great in the song. It sounds perfect in the context of the song. It might be one of the best ones we're going to talk about, but standalone, definitely not even a forty.
1: Yeah, uh, let's move on here to our our second Babytron song. Obviously, Corday was featured on a uh, but we got Glocky on me on the Iron Man. I feel like AC Green off of uh, Eighth Wonder of the World that's tough you know i like these ones where they can bring in a player that you wouldn't think of you know like ac green uh known for playing all these games or row. he's the iron man mm-hmm. um i th- i like this just just because he's bringing a guy like ac green like i feel like that's what baby tron does so well with like uh, a lot mm-hmm. of these references bring up like obscure references from our childhood so for that give me a 48
0: that's exactly where I was going to go. It's just oh a little bit better gosh. than the Corday one. Just a little bit better than Corday, but it's not a 50 yet. I think there's some that we to get to that are 50s. This is not a 50 yet, uh, but it's just a little bit better than Corday. So setting the standard with Corday being a 47 there had to go a little bit above. Like you said, major points for a more obscure player. I barely know anything about AC Green, but obviously the way he sets up the line, you know everything about AC Green. You, need yeah. that. you know that boy's playing games. Baby Tron running it too. So yeah great reference obscure reference but i love it so yeah 48 on that for me
1: we're just in sync today
0: i know where these lines are just so like clearly defined but yeah i love it let's go on the next one though we have live in the flesh ron artest counting me out came back i'm a champ babyface ray said that on his song ron artest one of my favorite songs to drop this year I love this. Ron Artest, you know, great character arc on that man from the Malice to the Palace to meta World Peace. I mean, that boy is just different. He's just built different. It's as simple as that. I think this is a pretty good line. It's not mind-blowing. I'm going to give it like a a 41. The Dirk Um, Yeah, I'll
1: I'll give it a 40. I feel like there's so much potential with Ron Artest there. Like, you could bring in so many different elements. Like, I I just could have been done better with Ron Artest, I feel like.
0: It could have been, but and it's another one where outside of the song it's not as good but in the song it's called run our yeah. test it samples to run our test talking that like kind of amps it up so when you get to that mm-hmm. run our test reference later in the song you're like all right full mm-hmm. circle moment like it's great but standalone, you're like okay you could do a little bit better but i like the storytelling you know he's probably comparing himself to run our test journey beautiful um from babyface ray so yeah
1: definitely uh shout out babyface ray another detroit legend there so
0: mm-hmm. we're um, showing a lot of detroit love today
1: they just do the NBA references different, I guess. I guess so. so. Um, moving on here, we got a we got a Midwest boy here. We got Polo G, and I'm straight from the shy, but I ball like a king up in Kelly and shoot like Stoyakovich. That's tough. That's a fifty for me. I mean, bringing Stoyakovich is just a different level for me. Like that is one of my favorite players from from being a kid. So
0: that's fire. I, it's a great line. Obviously, you got the Kings reference and the Stoyakovich reference there. So it's just like double there. I'm not gonna go 50. I'm gonna go a 49. It's so close. It's so close. But I think we have a couple that just hit a little bit above it. Great reference, yeah, That's a little another one where it's a little bit more obscure than you know your LeBron reference and your Kobe reference. So, major props there to Polo G.
1: Definitely, I feel like he tied it all in together and in the song as well. He it just hits hard. So, Mm
0: -hmm. it's another one very similar to the Pop Smoke one where it just sounds really good in the song Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. So that alone like standalone lyric great but in the song it sounds just as good let's move on to the next one here uh we got drake on the my way remix by fetty wap where he says they should call me james because i'm going hard in this bitch this is one where it sounds good in the song uh, the because yeah, also- <laughs> the way he flows it should call me jay it's like he like lets it go a little bit so it sounds good but when you see the lyric you're like drizzy what are we doing man like come on you do a little better he's got you know the other james harden reference where he says "H time my second home like i'm james harden that one debatably better but you know we need some ones that aren't 50s so i threw this one in here for this one here i'm gonna go like a a 32
1: i was 34 there so we're we're pretty close Mm -hmm. uh yeah like you said outside the context of the song it is not very good so
0: and you know i think this is gonna be my chance to petition for the My Way Remix. We got to get that on streaming services. Mm-hmm. It's been like yeah. almost eight years. Wait, entirely too long. Yeah, it's been way too long. Like you're telling me for whatever reason I was, we can't get that. I was in eighth services. grade
1: whenever. I was in eighth grade bumping that and it's still not on streaming services. <laughs>
0: That's actually crazy because I can remember that playing at like my high school prom. So this is just another <laughs> one of those like just crazy. I was at Farewell playing moments. this
1: bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, my farewell story. I'll, I'll say quick. I remember just sitting there and I was playing call duty zombies on my ipod during the dance like i was just sitting there playing (laughs) i had no interest in anything that was happening i was just trying to get the ray gun man i was was
1: grinding yeah (laughs) yeah i respect the grind oh yeah uh moving on here we got clip got 33 scotty pippen by roddy rich on start with me i'll I'll let you go first i want to see your thoughts on this one
0: i don't love this one it's not very impressive to me it's very slight I think it's about the same level as the Drake one we just talked about. I'm gonna go another 32 here. Like it's like really like the exact same for me. Like they're just like such slight references. They're you know nods to the players, but it's like there's no like thinking behind the lyric. Yeah. Like it's just it's just so straightforward. It's so laid out. It's a nice little reference. I'm sure it flows good in the song, but as a standalone lyric, it's like, yeah, it's all right.
1: Yeah, I wanted to see if you got the same vibes as me. Like outside the song, just reading that lyric, it's, it's not very tough. In the song, mm. it fits pretty well. Like uh, I feel mm. like all these do, so
0: yeah. So what's your rating?
1: Oh fuck, uh give me 36. Okay, that's fair.
0: Yeah, not too crazy, but decent. Uh let's move on to the next one. Here we got Freddie Gibbs on his track, Scotty Beam. He says, Hook shot a hoe like Kareem, but I never leave the bucks. That's Let's years here first. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. I
1: like I like that one. I'd put it at a 48. I don't think it's quite a fifty for me. Um, I, I, I don't think it's better than the Stojakovic line, so I'm gonna put it at forty-eight.
0: I think it's the same as the Stojakovic line. I'm going another forty-nine. I think Gosh. they're like right there. Obviously, you know, a little double entendre. Freddie's never leaving the money. Kareem never. Well, he did leave the Bucks to go to the Lakers, but he wouldn't leave the Bucks. So I think that's a good line. I think it's a good play. I'm it's a you know i've heard you've heard people say hook shot you know for Kareem, all yeah. this stuff but never leave the bucks i think that's the first person i've heard use that reference so for that it's got to be pretty high
1: yeah it's the but i never leave the bucks part but you know it's he left the Bucks. so that's that's my that's my that's why it's no I, he's saying no.
0: he's like he's never leaving the
1: oh bucks. okay okay my fault my
0: fault he'll hook shot a hoe like kareem uh, but he'll uh, never okay. leave the bucks okay gotcha. yeah so there we go that okay, i think that's there. why it's got to be high okay
1: yep uh this is this is an obvious 50 for me um this is like i feel like one of our lines you know like every time we listen to it it's you know we just give that a little stare like it's this one's just perfect for me we got push it to on hear me clearly left my elbow in the pot i love vince carter obviously to the dunk contest reference i mean that was a 50 this has got to be a 50 for me so
0: this will be my first 50 as well this is another one where you know maybe when you see the lyric you're like oh it's not that impressive but in the song Plus like, just like the vibe, like the connection to it. I love it. It's just, and it is a good line because it's the double entendre, you know, the pot, the, you know, crack yeah. game, push a T. So for that reason, for the double entendre, it's a 50, but I think there are others like where the pen game is a little bit more impressive, but I think that those are also fifties. Like, yeah, this is like the standard for what a 50 should be a uh, great line from push a T and it's another one that sounds, you know, just as great in the song. So for that mm-hmm. reason, easy, easy fifty. Uh, let's about the last one we got here. Used to have the dope money in the mattress. Now it beat up mics like Shaq and Penny. Magic. Kind of way. the machine said that on Action Bronson's song "Tongpo." Pretty fire here. I think this is is. I'm walking the
1: fifty line, maybe forty nine. I don't know. I think this one's really good. I I like this one a lot. Um, I'm all right if you give it a fifty. I got it right at forty nine.
0: I'm going 50. I love it. You know, I think it's a great line. I mean, obviously you got the reference to the magic dropping the bulls with Michael Jordan. I mean, that's mm -hmm. just a great line. Uh, you know a little storytelling from conway about his come up and where he's at right now he's beating up the microphone just like shaq and penny were just beating up michael jordan which is mm-hmm. that's a fire line because there's not too many people you can reference about beating up michael jordan like that
1: yeah i, I like it uh i it's just it's the Stoyakovich bias coming in here like that it, that's my level there and mm-hmm. i love shaq and penny i hate michael jordan so <laughs> that should almost be a 50 for me but
0: yeah just for that reason just for michael jordan slander <laughs> yeah. no nah, that's a great line though i just sent you this freestyle the other day by conway the machine i forgot yeah. what radio Ooh. he was on but he went crazy he had yeah, so was... many nba references in that verse too so i want to drop some of those but uh, we wanted to stick to like traditional songs for this but go just look up conway the machine freestyle and he goes crazy i mean that boy's just different a- anybody in griselda you know they're gonna kill it uh, I also feel like they got that old head energy out. Like they're gonna they'd be the ones to reference AC Green, yeah. you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that, uh, that's
1: what's I feel like like we could have done a whole baby tron list here. Like mm-hmm. and that is what is so I feel like his references, especially like Serenade well with our generation, cause who's bringing up the hash sling slasher, who's going over over a fucking Harry Potter, the office beat, who has yep. an album named Luca Tranchic, like he just Only has tron. the uh, the references that just fit our generation. I feel like so like like we both talked about, we could have done a whole list of just baby drawn NBA references. So yeah, maybe, maybe an idea for the future.
0: No, yeah. He's one of the best. I feel like action Bronson's up there. Mm -hmm. Those two for me are like two of the best. And then that kind of, you know, you talking about him with all these references, uh, it made me think of this tweet. We sent it to each other the other day, but somebody on Twitter said, I fuck with Babytron because you think he's an unserious rapper until you start listening and realize he's actually one of the best spitters out right now. And it's just so valid. Like you see Babytron, you're like, oh, who's this guy? You see his album covers. You see, you know, he just dropped a tape. We're going to get into that a little bit. But uh-huh. the cover on that, you're like, who is this guy? What is he doing? He looks so just like sound cloudy. Like he just doesn't care. But then you hear him and you're like, his pen game is different. Like he's really... Uh-huh you making these references, good lyricism, like, and just interesting beats. He's just all around. I mean, he's, you know, one of the best newcomers in the game. So just got to go give our flowers to Babytron always. Of course. Uh, but yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for the main section of the episode. Let's so move on to the news. Uh, as we mentioned, we got a drop from Babytron. So let's start off with the drops here. Uh, we got projects. Babytron, of course. Don Tolliver. Logic. Gorillaz. Yeet key glock and suicide boys pretty good week for the albums and the projects this week um we kind of been talking about how the year been a little bit slow this kind of felt like the first like really good week like where there's big names dropping you're like okay this is one of the ones that's gonna like almost i think you said like define how the year's gonna go i'll let you speak on that but i think there's some truth to that like it's almost the end of february and we haven't had that album besides Lil yachty i'll say that was like wow this is gonna be a great year um and i still don't think we really got that this week yet i like the don toliver one but i'm not like top 10 no question like this mm-hmm. is one of my ones for the year um uh, whereas last year you know in week one we had the weekend we had earl sweatshirt i was which ended up being two of my top 10 gonna uh gonna as well he didn't make my top 10 but i mean great album as well yeah there was just more happening and it felt like so yeah i don't I, know what are your thoughts on that
1: my thing with it is is i love the yadi project um, it's it's just such a different vibe and everything, but the Yachty Project, that's headphone music, that's not, you're not banging that everywhere, that's not going to go viral, we have not had, like, Push and P last year was fucking everywhere, like, we haven't had that, and then along with Push and P, like you said, two top ten albums from you as well, with the Earl Sweatshirt and the Weekend Project there, so it's not that, I feel like we don't have the, the popularity this year so far, along with the quality, you know, backing that as well, so, Um, this is, you know, I feel like this is a good week though. Uh, Mm Um well step in the right direction. What what was your favorite project of the week?
0: i am gonna be honest, the only one I've listened to so far is Don and Babytron, I guess, but I like the Don one better. The Babytron was just so slight, just a quick couple tracks. I'm excited to get in the logic one though. I've heard, you know, I feel like with every project you're gonna hear mixed reviews from Logic. Uh, but I've heard some good things about that. And, you know, I like the concept of it, you know, taking it back to come up which is cool, which was like peak logic for I feel like most people. Um, so that's cool. And then I want to hear this gorillas one as well. And I'd probably check out some of the Yeet one. I feel like once you hear a Yeet song, you've kind of heard them all, in my opinion. Like yeah. I'm not, like, blown away. So in terms of like listening to a full like hour of Yeet, I'm like I don't know if that's you know the best use of an hour for me, but i give it a chance.
1: <laughs> definitely. Uh, i definitely go with the Don Toliver here so far. Um, I'll give the Logic a scroll through and then um, key glock and um also the girl is one i want to l- give a listen to so mm-hmm. there's a lot this week i feel like you know it's not one of the weeks where we we had to listen to everything it's like we can pick and choose and like enjoy what we listen to so mm-hmm.
0: did you have a favorite track off don's album
1: uh let me double check i i have a few saved the one with cali which is, um i thought mm-hmm. the, i thought she was on it but I, I was double checking i saw her single on there as well but yeah it'd, it'd be that track for me how about you
0: i really like the one with Wizkid. kid i liked you know, I'm biased to Brent, so I like the one with Brett a lot. You know, Charlie Wilson, never going to miss on a feature. But yeah, the one with Caliucci's was great. Uh, the one also with Lil Dirk was cool. Um, yeah, a lot of good tracks on there. I need to give it a couple more listens, but I was pretty happy with it. Like, I've listened to it twice through, and W, W for Don. Huh? It, yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's somebody that just kind of flies under the radar a little bit. Like, he's pretty popular, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's that many people that are, like, talking about Don Tolliver, but this should yeah. be. Um, there's a
1: crazy point i want to make with that in a, in a little bit you know we'll we'll talk about it in just a moment
0: mm-hmm. let's talk about some of these singles first though we got a single from Pusha T for the cocaine bear soundtrack we got caliucci's the kid laroi lil wayne featuring dmx the weekend featuring ariana grande on the die for you remix g herbo a boogie with a hoodie featuring mariah the scientist zach bia featuring lil yachty and 347 aiden and dreamer isioma featuring redville pretty good week this was like you know there were some good projects with a lot of good singles as well um
1: it was it was really cool to see uh a tee on the Cocaine Bear uh track list obviously like that's just too easy of a of a person to get on for that so big W there and then um I mean what was your favorite track of the week I
0: think I would have to go with mm, probably Kali Uchi's I like her. Every single we've been getting from her, I mean, I'm excited for that project. She's really good. That'd have to be it. I think the Dreamer track with Red Veil was definitely cool as well. Uh, Lil Yachty doing his sound from his project on a track with Zach B in three four seven eight, and that was pretty cool. The most surprising drop of the week, though, has to be the weekend with Ariana Grande. I mean, A Die For You remix. That track came out like around Thanksgiving in 2016. Like that is crazy it's been over six years since that dropped so just the resurgence of that track in general has been crazy to watch because it was so slept on when the album dropped because you had i feel it coming you had star boy all these huge tracks and that was one that was like a deep cut at the time so now to have it be like top 10 on the radio just get a new remix crazy to see but it's just so interesting because like you would think back to you Know 15 years ago before streaming services, like they weren't going to do like a remix like this probably because it wasn't as simple to just oh drop it on the internet, you know what I mean? Like they weren't going to press CDs for a remix for a song seven years later, so that's crazy to see. But uh, love to see it. I didn't love the track, I like the Savior Tears remix better between those two, but I think it's just cool to see in general.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you that with that. Um, it wasn't as good as the Savior Tears one, but. It's Ariana Grande and the weekend on a track. Like, that's you can't really mess with that. Mm-hmm. So,
0: facts, it was cool. Um, but yeah, like you were talking about earlier with these drops, you know, we don't like base our opinions off of stats, we don't do all that. But it's cool to look at the stats sometimes, just see how these albums are being received. Uh, we got some first week sales projections for Don Tolliver and for Yeet. Don Tolliver projected to sell between 31 and 36,000 first week. And Yeet is projected to sell between 60 and 70,000 first week. This is crazy. I, this is where you had your point. Yeah, what yeah. you gotta say.
1: This is insane to me because I think that Yeet is a tier below Don Tolliver in terms of music. So I think with his social media like presence and everything, that would put him his sales right at the level of Don Tolliver's, not. Two times past it nearly. I don't know. Like I, I think he's a definitely a tier below in terms of music, and that his popularity would like would match those sales records. But it is insane to me that that is. Yeah, that's crazy. No,
0: it's so crazy. Yeah, in my head, they're you know maybe around the same even, but in no world would I imagine Yeet is doing double the sales of Don Tolliver, especially when you look at the tracklist like. Don Tolliver has all these features. You know, he doesn't have Travis, but he has so many other people. He has Justin Bieber, for God's sake. I mean, like, how do you yeah. not go as crazy with Justin Bieber? And feature Llorilla on the same track. blowing up right Llorilla. Now. Dirk, obviously, crazy numbers, versus Yeet, who had, like, Youngboy, and that's, like, mm-hmm. it. So it's just kind of crazy. I mean, that just goes to show how, like, rabid of a fan base Yeet has, which is pretty fire. But, yeah, I just yeah. would have expected Don to be closer. And I think Don is going to have, like, the longer-lasting – effect like yeet is kind of like i feel like he just pops here uh, and there but i feel like his fan base is good too at the same time so maybe that's so not consistent. true i don't yeah. know so maybe that's not that's true crazy. i don't know but i feel like just in general don toliver just like those we're gonna hear those songs for a long time mm-hmm. yeah. versus the yeet ones which we're gonna hear these for a minute and then we're gonna hear a new set for a minute so mm-hmm. i don't know crazy to see though Shout to yeet yeah, big nuts. numbers uh back to the weekend here this week he became the first artist to surpass 99 million monthly listeners On Spotify, this is crazy. Do you think he's gonna get to 100k or 100 million?
1: (laughs) I feel like he's got to. You know, Spotify's gonna boost that extra million or something. He's gonna get it for sure. Uh That's just a crazy accomplishment there. So,
0: and that "Die for You" remix is definitely, yeah, I think that's the boost. That's what's gonna help. Uh, we'll see. And then, I mean, there's potential that he could drop a new project that alone could also help. This weekend, he dropped his HBO special for his LA show on the After Hours until dawn tour stop you know a lot of different things here that could maybe help get that little boost you know people watching HBO being like oh I'm gonna go listen to his songs that could bump it um but he also said like that was the final thing and the chapter has been closed for this era and we're on to the next one so new music this year maybe I uh, will see I don't know I'd be we'll excited though
1: yeah uh, I'm, I'm I feel be like, excited I feel like my gut tells me yes, but we'll see what happens, like you said. so
0: I want it to be a yes so bad that I think I'm making my gut say yes, but my gut uh-huh. almost says no, so I don't know. We'll see.
1: Let's talk about something that is coming this year, though. We got Utopia will drop in June, according to Epic Records CEO. Sheesh, it's coming. Um, Definitely, like, I was thinking first quarter, but first half I'm all right with, so.
0: Yeah, June is not too far away. Uh, you know, Travis, <laughs> assuming he doesn't switch up his sound very much. He's going to come through with those anthems that are going to be played all summer. You know, the sickle mode, the goosebumps, the antidote, those huge tracks. Every album has that huge track that just runs it. And I think, you know, there's potential for Travis to run the summer. I feel like with birds, it was a later in the year drop. It was like mm. August, yes. same thing with World. So I feel like him dropping a little bit earlier. He's going to be running everything. Everybody's going to be talking about Travis Scott. So I think the summer drop for him is great. You know, he could be doing some tours Outdoor tour he gives me that vibe. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Travis. Excited for this. It's been a long time. And I feel like, you know, he's got, he's overcome so much. Like, obviously, you know, everything was such a tragedy with Astroworld, but like, I feel like he's almost back to where he was at, like in mm-hmm. the public eye. Like, the controversy isn't really there anymore. And yeah, i just excited to see what he does.
1: Of course. Yeah. Big, big Travis fans here. So, you know, um, really excited for the project. And I mean, I hope he drops another classic
0: yeah next news here rolling stone made a list of 50 genuinely horrible albums by brilliant artists, and yay by kanye west was number one what are your thoughts on this i feel like
1: you can look at this album two different ways and make it not horrible the message that a, a artist is sending by yay you know with the album being you know majority about it about mental health stuff like that i feel like that message in itself makes it not a genuinely horrible album and the music itself the music's good on it I I don't understand the hate yay gets I think yay is I I wouldn't say in the top half of Kanye albums but it's it's right there like yay is phenomenal project to me at least one of my favorites so
0: yeah it's definitely not top half for me Yeah, yeah and there are some not good songs on it but as a whole like I don't think how you could say it's like genuinely awful like it's pretty good like it's it's fine like in other people's discography too it would be like way higher and i get that they're talking about these brilliant artists having not so good albums but i don't know i just couldn't see it being number one if that was in order i honestly didn't see i just saw the headline here which is maybe bad on us but yeah if it was in order number one is crazy next news here drake mentions potentially retiring he had an interview with lilyati and he you know kind of talked about this you know leaving the game I haven't watched the full interview yet. I've seen clips looked really good. So I definitely got to check it out. But what are your thoughts on this Drake leaving it in his prime versus after a decline?
1: I feel like it's kind of, it could kind of be like a, a Jay-Z situation where he slows down on his releases, but I mean, he's always going to be there. You know, he's such a huge name and everything. He's, he's always going to be attached to rap in some form, whether it's putting on other artists or stuff like that. So
0: mm-hmm. I think
1: we call it retiring, you know, in quotations there. So that's what I
0: think too. Yeah. I don't think there's any, 100% out for Drake I think he'll always be around so we'll see but I do think it'd be good versus him getting like the M&M treatment because I feel like he already gets that so much like yeah. people are like oh he fell off he fell off he fell off after views whatever um so I think you know leaving leaving loosely uh could be good for his legacy let's close it out here with the last news you know shout out to all the local listeners we got a big piece of news uh rap concerts like never come to our area but we got one coming April nineteenth. Wiz Khalifa and Joey Badass in Bloomington, Illinois. So if you're local and you haven't heard about that, might be a decent show for you to check out. I've seen Joey a couple of times. He's great. I'm sure Wiz, he's got hits. So yeah. that'll be cool. And it's a day before four twenty, which is like random that they're gonna be in Bloomington, Illinois. But if that's how Wiz wants to spend his holiday shot to him, I guess.
1: Definitely. Um should be a W concert. Um, we're in debate if if I were go. So yeah. We'll so see. We'll see what happens. Um, But I mean, it should be a great show though, of course. So,
0: yep. But I think that's going to wrap it up. Thank you guys for tuning in today and we'll see you guys next Monday with a new episode. Peace.